and welcome to the Naked Truth Podcast, the next evolution of the long-running YouTube series of the same name, the show that discusses life and all manner of topics in a most vulnerable state. Welcome, everyone. In this episode, we're going to talk about fantasy, like coffee, light or dark fantasy. It's my favorite. Tolkien, The Witcher, Game of Thrones, uh, Legend of Zelda, Dungeons and Dragons, Final Fantasy, etc. Games, books, tabletop movies, all of them are the best and I love fantasy as a genre. All right, let's take a trip back in time and listen to the naked truth on fantasy. So today, I was inspired by a question from a long time ago from uh, Roperix, R-H-O-P-E-R-I-X, I hope that I said your name correctly, said, what's your favorite book and why? And that, combined with the fact that I got a chance to see an early screening of The Hobbit, Battle of Five Armies, made me think, this is it, this is the time to talk about everything I love, fantasy, um, and Dungeons and Dragons, and all that kind of stuff. So. My favorite book and why? Well, when I was younger, I would have told you that my favorite book was The Giver because that was the first book that really made me think about things that I had never thought about before and I loved that. But now, as an adult, uh, this is a book that was in my top three my entire life and right now is sitting at my number one, you guessed it, The Hobbit. Um, and it's my number one because I just absolutely love the story. Um, I'm not going to say that it's the best writing in the entire world. It's just there's something about it that moves me. Um, and it's something that kind of grabs me about all of fantasy. And I would say that the things that grab me about fantasy is in fantasy, whether it's movies or literature or, you know, whatever it is, it, anything's possible there. The stakes are so much higher. Um, the losses are greater. The magic is more magical. Like everything is amped up and I absolutely love that about it. Um, the kind of amped up everything and the overdramaticism of everything is why I got into acting. I love things that make me feel deeper and that's what fantasy does for me. Um, that's why I like Dungeons and Dragons because when you as your character die in Dungeons and Dragons, like. I don't know about you guys, and feel free to call me a big wuss, but I've cried over characters that have been the characters that I was for two years plus, and then they die, and that's really freaking sad. Um, so I hope that there's a few of you out there that get that, and that I'm not alone in this. Um, I also really like fantasy because often you'll see an underdog protagonist, which I know you've heard me mention before that one of my favorite quotes, and it's the quote I had above my bed in my old apartment, is, it is the small everyday deeds of ordinary folk that keep the darkness at bay, and that's uh, Gandalf said that in The Hobbit. Um, and I love rooting for the underdog protagonist. It makes me feel like there are heroes out there among us, and we're all heroes in our own way, because it takes someone who at the beginning of the book, whether it's Harry Potter or Bilbo Baggins or um, Bastion in The NeverEnding Story, takes someone who seems very average, very ordinary, and they're able to do the extraordinary in the book. And I just, I love seeing that come to life. I find that it's very inspiring. Um, I also like fantasy because it's a big escape. And I personally like art. Again, whether it's literature or movies or theater or whatever it may be, I like art that's an escape for me. Um, I don't need to see more real life. I get plenty of real life in my real life. Um, and video games are included in that art when I'm listing different media types. I like art that lets me escape. Um, and I know that 
there will be people out there, and I'm sure there's probably more of you out there that feel this way um, and disagree with me a little bit on this, that this that fantasy is a good type of escape. Um, I know that there's plenty of people that kind of side with the more Machiavellian, um, good does not conquer evil, evil conquers good, and that that's just kind of a realistic way to look at life. And to that argument's credit, I have seen often in real life where people who step on other people and, um, you know, people who use people do appear to get ahead more quickly. It's, you know, like ruthless is the way to success, but in my heart, I just can't believe that that's true. Um, so I love seeing these stories where, yes, there are great losses along the way. These aren't fairy tales where, oh, the good guy wins, the end. Um, if good does conquer evil, which a lot of times it does, but not always, take a look at Game of Thrones right now, but I like to believe still in the, the fan theories that will happen. No spoilers. Don't read fan theories if you don't want to know what people think is going to happen. Um, I like to believe that while battles may be lost overall, that the good side will win out. And yeah, like I said, there's going to be people out there that think that that's naive of me, but I like to believe that that will make people happier in the long run and fighting for what you believe is good will be very difficult, but that it will win out in the end. So I guess my question to you guys is, does fantasy inspire you or are you one of the people that kind of thinks it's, um, a distraction or fluff or give society false hope um, and makes us think that life is going to be a lot easier than it is. So uh, let me know your thoughts in the comments section. If you want to respond with your own naked vlog, you can go to the about section of this channel and click on for business inquiries. Uh, you guys are my business inquiries. So come on over. If you are going to send a naked vlog when you're under 18, make sure you ask your parents. They don't wonder what you're doing sitting naked in front of a camera and make sure that you film it shoulders up only please this is not a sexy time show this is a show uh where you are vulnerable and open to the camera so it's not a tool for the viewers to see you naked it's a tool for you to feel naked if that makes any sense all right well thank you guys so much and um yeah i i hope that you get a chance to enjoy whatever fantasy or art it is that you enjoy all right bye guys oh and i forgot to show you too I have I have sore on nails. I still stand by the fact that fantasy I think is so wonderful to me personally because the stakes are so high and it's so much more melodramatic and I love feeling in my art and in my stories. I love feeling something. It's why I was always so drawn to theater and why I initially majored in theater and set out to be an actor because telling stories through heightened emotion and heightened stakes is where it's at for me. It's something that I absolutely love. I also think that fantasy is just, it's a great escape into another world. Another world that I would love to live in temporarily uh, because while grounded in reality, it's still vastly different from the world we live in. And of course, even in dark fantasy where it's very, very dark um, and, you know, very dangerous, it's not like we're all just hanging out in the Shire or in Rivendell. Like there are, would you want to hang out in Game of Thrones? And I'm like, temporarily, yeah, just to experience that. Um, I mean, the ideas of magic being real in a lot of those worlds. Um, the ideas of good conquering evil, which is not the case for all of the properties, but in some of the properties, particularly in Tolkien, you see a lot of that theme of good conquering evil at the end of the day, even though 
horrible things still happen and it's still a very dangerous place. And people are still in mortal peril, of course. Um, At the end of the day, there's this feeling like, you know, at some point, good will win out because that's what's right and true. And that always feels good, I think, for all of us to read and to have reinforced. Whether or not it reflects reality is a whole separate Naked Truth topic. But it's nice in our stories. Um, I definitely still love me, my underdog protagonists. In fact, I have a quote right now on a decal above my son Logan's bed saying, you are only quite a little fellow in a wide world after all. Because the idea that it's the smallest among us that can make a great difference and conquer the evils of our world. I feel like that's very inspiring. To me, that keeps me going even when I feel like the world is in a situation where all hope is lost. And at least over the last couple years in particular, um, I feel like a lot of us have been feeling that way. So having some kind of motivational mantra or story to turn to Um, to keep you going and keep you motivated and keep you working in the direction of the things that you believe strongly in, I think that's really nice. Um, And that is really what I love about fantasy, right? It gives hope. Like I said, it definitely goes to the dark places. There's some awful stuff that happens in fantasy, but there's always something to root for. Um, Even if you take like a darker fantasy, like I know you used Game of Thrones as an example of that earlier, there's always something you're rooting for to happen in it, even though, you know, so much of what happens is so bad to our favorite characters. Um, Or, you know, it's just, it's a very real gritty world where awful things happen. There's something in it that is redeemable that you want to, uh, like I said, to root for. Um, it's funny to think back on all the hope I had for Game of Thrones uh, when I listened back to this Naked Truth on Fantasy. Um, and now I feel so differently about the property because of the way that the series uh, tied the storylines together and wrapped up the ending. Um, and I felt it was so not good. In my opinion, I know there are people who are, think fans are too harsh on it. But I thought it was just blatantly not good and it actually made me so mad at the franchise as a whole that I have not really been able to wear my Game of Thrones apparel, of which I have a lot, uh, my Game of Thrones jewelry. So please, George, you're not listening to this podcast, but if you ever do, please finish the books. Please, please, please to redeem this the whole franchise, redeem the property for me. Um, I, I really do love the property, and I know that there has to be an ending that was not just slapped together in the end. It needs to all be for something. So please, George, I beg of you. Um, do I still think that good wins out in real life? I mean, I'm more cynical now, I think, than I was then. Um, which is all the more reason to love the escape that is fantasy. Uh, I'm interested to hear for those of you who are listening to the Naked Truth podcast, especially if you have conversations with me ever on social media or in Discord, to hear your opinions on that. I know in philosophy classes throughout all my schooling, I, uh, I definitely read a lot of philosophers' opinions on, you know, are humans inherently good? Are they inherently evil? What does that mean? Does good actually win out? Uh, does evil win out, etc.? Um, and it's, I just think philosophically it's a, a fantastic topic to discuss. Um, in my time, probably since I uh, recorded the last Naked Truth vlog till now, I have seen many instances of um, ruthless and more Machiavellian 
type of uh, behavior winning out in the long run um, with zero regard to what how it affects other people. Um, so I think that's probably what's made me a little bit more cynical is that I've seen those real world examples. And so I love to look to fantasy uh, for the hope that the real world examples on the other side of the fence do definitely still exist. And I see them sometimes. Um, but I, you know, I think back when I recorded the original, I, I was a little, a little more idealistic. <laughs> um, Dungeons and Dragons, by the way, allows for this kind of healthy escape. It's part of why I love D&D so much and other fantasy setting role play tabletop games. Um, I believe that role playing in general, whether it's fantasy setting or not, allows people to take risks emotionally, um, mentally, and to kind of grow as a person in ways that you don't really have that opportunity in real life. You can take on someone else's problems and struggles in a very, very safe way. Um, you know, it's all it's all in the fantasy of the mind, the theater of the mind, if you will, and pretend. So I always encourage, and I can't wait until Logan gets old enough that we can show him how to play Dungeons and Dragons um, and that he can maybe play with us because I do think it's, it's so, it's such a wonderful, healthy exercise on so many levels. So that's my little love letter to D&D and fantasy tabletop uh, role-playing games. And I did have Lord of the Rings nails way back in the day. And I need to do that again. I need fantasy nails again. I actually have not been to a nail salon since everything shut down um, because I'm not uh, really sure what precautions different places are taking. And I've just erred on the side of caution and stayed home. Um, but doing some type of fantasy fun nail polish again would be pretty awesome. All right. We have some call-ins from some Naked Truth listeners. First up, let's hear from Thomas. Um, what would you say is the line between fantasy and science fiction? Because um, I know some people that uh, would say that Star Wars, for instance, is really more science fantasy than science fiction because it has uh, magical elements like the Force. And um, so I just want to know what uh, what you think, what makes something uh, fantasy and what makes something science fiction. That's all. Oh, this is such a good question and so often debated in the nerd world. What's the line between fantasy and science fiction? For me, it's always been about the setting. Um, you know, are you set in a kind of fantasy world loosely based off of the Middle Ages or are you set in space and in a futuristic setting? Now, I know that it's much more than that. Um, that's always, you know, at, at the most base level what I think, but then that does not help answer the question, you know, can Star Wars be considered a fantasy because there are, you know, kind of these magical forces in it and it's not really based in science. So if you're going to say magic versus science for fantasy versus sci-fi, um, but for me, it's always Middle Ages versus space. But I'm willing to take all of these opinions into consideration and I, I certainly like the argument that Star Wars is is a space fantasy as opposed to science fiction, I can get on board with that. So I don't have a hard and fast opinion on this one. Um, but my original has always been based on the setting. But, you know, I'm willing to change that. All right, we've got another call-in message from Steven. So when it comes to fantasy, if you had to be a fantasy race um, or date a fantasy race, if that's more interesting to you, Elf or Hobbit, which one would you be? Or would you be another fantasy race besides Elf or Hobbit? This is so funny to me, Stephen. Um, okay, Elf or Hobbit, which am I and which would I like to date? I always joke around that I'm a Hobbit, and that's because I'm short. I've generally had rounder features my entire life, and uh, I've had a lot of laser hair removal. So, <laughs> so I feel like Hobbit is what I am, even though I would love if I could take on 
another, uh, you know, fantasy race, it would be elven because I mean, elves are super sexy and like put together and, um, you know, can wield all this power because they've lived for so long. And I mean, elves are just magical, wonderful creatures. Um, but do I think physically I appear as an elf? No. I, appearance, I think I'm a hobbit. Um, which would I like to date? So there's benefits to both, right? Elves are super sexy um, and live for a long time, which might be weird. It might be weird to date that. They also, because they live so much longer than humans, and I don't off the top of my head know the ratio of how long hobbits live to elves, but elves live much longer than hobbits uh, from my memory. Like I said, I don't know the exact numbers on that. So maybe dating someone that's lived way longer than you would not, like maybe there'd be like a weird power thing there where they're like, I have so much more life experience than you. That wouldn't be fun. But just from an appearance perspective, elves are super sexy. Um, And like I said, they carry themselves very well. So that would be attractive. But to like settle down with long term, I would totally go Hobbit. You like to dine and be comfortable and like warm up by the hearth and party um, I'm all about that party relax in life for my fantasy long term. So maybe date elves, but marry Hobbit. I don't know. This is such a funny question and it cracks me up to just think about it. So thank you for that. Um, thank you really to everyone who sent in audio messages to be a part of the podcast ever in the life of the Naked Truth podcast. If you haven't done it yet, but you're thinking about jumping on board, it's really easy. You record a little 60 second or less thing right from your phone and uh, you can do that on anchor.fm slash Trisha hyphen Hirschberger. Um, The next few episodes, and I don't know if they will happen before the end of the year, uh, but the next few episodes coming up will be on the drive to be perfect. Struggling with perfectionism is something I uh, have dealt with my entire life. And moving to a new country. I'm trying to get a special guest for that one, but I have not heard back from this person yet. So we'll see. Um, if you have any questions or comments on either of those topics, again, it's anchor.fm slash Trisha hyphen Hirschberger. And uh, you can leave that little 60 second or less message and you just may hear yourself on a future episode. A huge thank you to the official financial supporters of the Naked Truth podcast. You can do that on Anchor as well. And to all of you who are listening to this and sharing it with friends, discussing it in the Discord and elsewhere on social media, you are the best. I appreciate you so very much. Final thoughts on fantasy. This is probably my favorite genre over sci-fi, over just about everything else. And it's because I love the escape I love the magic in it, um, and I love rooting for a good underdog protagonist and the world building that ensues. This has been The Naked Truth. Thanks for listening. 